completely sorry and then it's gonna like make it so hard for you to edit <laughs> every single time we like we got a bit <laughs> like every single thing is like not like this person oh. <laughs> and I was like I'm not gonna oh. name any names but I'm just like, just like who are these people not. like honestly so today I'm here with new scenery who is Marnie, aka Marnie Tempo. Oh yeah, Sarah, aka Sal. Oh yeah, and I'm just Jasper Jarvis, just like as it comes, you know. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, basically, new scenery are the nicest promoters in the whole of London, and they're the oh. only. <laughs> and they're some, and they're some of the only promoters that make me feel like I know how to DJ. So oh, that's why. Oh, you're my favourite. Um. We're going to be talking a little bit about what they do as new scenery and then by themselves as well and we're going to talk a little bit about music that we like and music that we remember and then we're going to make a big silly mix all together Woo! that should hopefully be fantastic. I think it will. Um, so my first question to the floor is tell me a little bit about new scenery for the, I don't know, one person on the planet who's never heard of you <laughs> um, and what it, and what it that is that you do. Yeah, that loser. Yeah. Yeah. Guess New Scenery, as of right now, is an event series, but we're about to be a label. Mm. Yeah. But um, we promote women non-binary and LGBTQI plus acts, and we want to echo that with our releases on the label, which starts very soon. Mm. <laughs> Do you want to talk a little bit about New Scenery as a label, some things that you've got planned, your yeah. vision for it? Um, first thing we're releasing is Jasper Jarvis's EP. Yeah. And we're recording this on the on the kind of eve of the of launching the event, the event for it, yeah. Yeah, the EP party. Um, 8th of Feb, yeah, it's coming out. 8th it's going to be fucking brilliant. At four and quarters in Peckham. Yeah, I'm excited. <laughs> Do you want to tell me a little bit about the EP? The EP's been a year in the making through various like trials and errors and add many bits. And I guess it's like this epilogue of like summarising my first years being out as like trans non-binary as like Jasper, essentially. It's raising money for my gender confirming process. I have this thing about like mutual exchanges of labour and I'm thinking like it's nice to do something or I'd rather put something out there and give something back for people donating if that makes sense. Mm. So I guess that's where I thought oh the EP could be used oh, to raise cool. funds so rather than doing a GoFundMe, GoFundMe and just asking people for their money it's like oh I'm giving you this in return though mm -hmm. so, do you know what I mean so it's like, it feels like always that's equal. Nice. So it'll be like minimum price and then if you want to pay more you can pay more. Mm. But the EP in general like the vibe is are you allowed to swear? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Okay. So everything's no. so the vibe is the vibe is like everything's fucked, but it's gonna be okay in the end. And then it kind of has like a narrative which runs through that various different influences. It's all kind of like clubby, but then not clubby. But then oh, like, do you know what I mean? Then. You've got Christian rock vibes. Mm. Like, I loved it. I love that melodic. No, oh, I love like God. you know the melodic. Like it's like not not in the sense like it's like guitars, but it's like the melodicity of like Christian rock. Just like in the sense, like of what it does, it's like crazy. Like I had like a really, really strict Christian upbringing. Used to do like festival kind of things for two weeks. And it would be like you're helping out people. You listen to like there's a band called Why Friday. I remember, for example, 
And it's like, what a fucking great name for a Christian rock band. Like, why Friday? <laughs> when it wasn't fucking Friday. Like, it's just like... <sighs> but yeah, no, it's just like, yeah. No, all that kind of thing. And like, Dirty's got loads of different vibes in it. Gabba. Yeah, that happened at Baxton. But it's not gabba. but it's not sampling Gabba, it just sounds like Gabba. Yeah, That's the good. thing, it just literally sounds like Gabba. Which you, is just you strange. You don't realise it's Gabba until about yeah. like a minute and a half in and you're like, I'm mm. just fucking But it's all these samples which just fucked with and it's turned into mm. fuck. It's just strange, yeah. But it all kind of sounds the same flow and it's clubby but they're not clubby. Wow. So this sounds so so it's fun. Quite, yeah, no, it's quite true. yeah, it's quite fun. It's quite sad, <laughs> even though it's fun, but in a cute and fun way, as I oh, always say. Do you know what yeah. I mean? <laughs> sad, and it is a bit like like all the songs. Um, I'm trying to think about like for example, trauma. Mm. That is like a sonic simulation by thing of like a panic attack. So it's like quite structured, particularly to like maybe the stages of a panic attack. So that's quite like intense, mm. but it's quite fun. It, like at the same time, it's not like I want to say it's dark, dark. It's not like dark. No. Or, it's not like yeah. I feel like sad, intense, but yeah. fun is how we're all wanting to move in twenty nineteen. Or cute yeah. but actually yeah. horrific. It's a cute vibe. Yeah, cute that's like literally my vibe thing. for everything, my art, everything is cute but actually horrific. What was the idea behind starting a label? Was it literally just meeting someone who was making music or was it an idea that you'd had when you started doing the event? I guess it just happened or... by accident. It did, it did happen. We decided to, that I would start managing you basically. Mm. Um, well, just helping you get gigs. And then you were talking about doing the EP and showed me some of your stuff and then we were trying for other labels and then it just kind of made sense to do it on us like, and also you don't need it, you don't need you. like a label like it's me personally it's obviously like cause I'm doing it with people who I trust as well and that's mm-hmm. really important with your first release if you're gonna do it with people yeah I say like nor do you actually have to release it with people I think it's I guess it a crossover be, between yeah. all of us, between what we do. So and it's like we all work together. We've talked about doing things, things and approaching it, but we've this always, has happened. It's always been like, oh, imagine one day we'll make me seem real label. But then like we're always like, oh, but how do you even start making it a label? Yeah. But then this makes it so easy. It just mm-hmm. kind so of flowed in. Like, and also like it, your yeah. control, creative control over it as well, I think is a really nice thing. Yeah. Because it's you're basically putting out on a label that you also sort of run as well so exactly yeah yeah because before obviously like the label aspect of what we're doing it was like there was also like the mix series yeah we were kind of like edging towards the label anyway yeah like it was already kind of naturally progressing now and we have talked about doing like there's no there's no there's no tea in the situation but like you know we talked about (laughs) compilation eps like getting like loads of artists together do things like that we have talked about that in the past but like we, we still need to learn, like, how to figure out all this kind of stuff. But yeah, I feel like with this, it was kind of a case that I had material there, the large majority of it was done, and then I kind of just kicked myself at the end of the year, and it kind of started to all happen. It's so exciting. It's the yeah. start of a new era. It is. Mm-hmm. And then, how is it that you all met each other? How is it that Jasper ended up joining? Because the first time I met you was when you did the spiders, and I wasn't technically part of the scenery. Was yeah, I? how yeah. soon Next after that did was, you? It was. It was like right after that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it, it was, was literally like. I said to Ronnie, "It's like should we ask Jasper." I think we asked you on the night. We didn't like. We? We, we were both like. We asked, so we had. <laughs> I remember Sarah messaged me back in like December mm. about the installation, about doing that. 
Oh no, was it even that? Was it January? Was it early January that you messaged me? Well, you used to the come, night you used to come to our nights and then went we to wanted to one, do an installation in space. And I well, just I went to the one in January and that's when we were talking about me doing the installation. And mm-hmm. I I actually hadn't been to a night. That was, mm-hmm. the, that was the thing which was like, for me, I was like, and I was like, at a point where I was like, okay, am I going to start doing something myself or am I going to bring back this really, really old trashy idea but like I didn't want to really do that there was reasons why I didn't want to do that but then I went to the new scenery night it was with like Coco Chloe and Sierra and stuff like that and I was just like I remember being like freaked out like oh my god wait there's nights like this what the fuck <laughs> because it's the first of a night and I, I still get it with new scenery in comparison to whenever I go to other nights which I don't know what it is but I feel like other people can't do it and the scene before as part of it so it's not even from a biased perspective it's just like it just feels like actually legit like good like I feel safe the people are nice. It's just good vibes. And it's always, yeah, it's really good vibes. Mm. It feels safe. And I feel like there's so many spaces which are either, you know, solely like queer orientated or it can be like, you know, sort of this mixture. And it's always hit or miss. I feel like it's an always, a, there's a massive hit and miss. And it's not in the sense like we're doing it like perfect every single time. Because I feel like it's impossible with spaces like that. It's like finding like the middle ground of like to do that. I guess as but, well, it's like the circles that you start in. And because mm. at first when you start nights, it's like you have a birthday party, your friends just come out of pity. Do you know what I mean? And yeah. Like, like it is, and then after that, people hear about it and they know. But it's only through the circles that you navigate yourself in anyway. Yeah. Mm. So it's like people adhere to the policy because they're friends with you because mm. you adhere to it. So yeah. it sort of jumps off from there, I guess. Mm. Yeah. yeah. Um, yeah. We curate all the lineups together and talk about spaces where we're gonna do it, and then Marnie has like creative control and like is the art director. I yeah. Guess. Yeah. Because when when you were saying all of that about how new scenery is this thing that's like always exciting and always just really 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 well done. To me, at the core of that, I'm sorry, Marnie, if this oh, is embarrassing. <laughs> no, no, but no, but at the core, of it, at the core of that is just how professional everything looks in terms of so true. the visuals. So true. And you've done like mm. such a good job of branding, and that's I know that's a really, really boring word, <laughs> but you've done you've made branding cool again. Stop. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so um, I guess now we can talk to you a little bit about how you came up with the visual identity of New Scenery because mm. everything's been pretty similar since the beginning. In yeah, terms it's weird. Of... I've actually looked back. Sorry, Carol. No, no, I was just that was where I was. Yeah, no, I'm only just saying it because uh, someone saw one of my posters because I put them up at my masters even though no one knows what New Scenery is. I just put them up all the time. I put those ones I up. Love yeah, that. Was like so I just put them up. <laughs> People were like, who the fuck put that poster up? Yeah, and she's seen at the Truman Brewery. Yeah, I didn't look at anything else. I was like, it's like my degree show. Um, no, and then someone asked me about the posters, and then I showed them the first poster we ever made, and then I was like, it's actually quite weird that they've like managed because it's been like a year, yeah, year and a half. So I was like looking at that, and you can see that they've still kept the same thing. But like at the time when I started, I hadn't really done any posters really for club nights. So for real? Been, not really. So it's been really amazing because it's actually made me like start getting into doing graphics for nights. And now I'm like doing quite a lot. But like trying to get them, because like new scenery posters are always my favourite. And I always like, when I do them for other nights, I'm always like, oh, they, they've got to be good, but like just a little bit less good. Than new <laughs> <laughs> hold back a little Yeah, just hold back a little I mean, bit. you just lost all the work. Yeah. <laughs> and I just, it's never going to be like, I'm not going to put that much effort. Like, even though you're all paid me, but like. Anymore. Yeah. <laughs> 
But I feel like it's important. It's important to say that even your like a little bit less effort is still fantastic. Yeah. Uh, should anyone um, who's wanting to book you for a job uh, be listening to this right now? It's only like ninety-seven percent. Yeah. yeah. And your ninety-seven percent is like the average person's like two hundred percent. Just saying. <laughs> <laughs> Literally, just saying. Uh, do you um, have Do you have a favourite poster that you've done? I think the one we did for the last one was like really cool because I started my masters like when we were starting that last event, and so like automatically I was thinking more conceptually, and I'd also kind of had enough of like doing graphics. Because there was, like, uh, I had, like, really frustrating summer where I was freelancing the whole time. And, like, I just found I got really, like, lost doing all this club night stuff because I just found, like, most of it, people just wanted me to make something that looked cool mm. and didn't mean anything. And I started just getting really, like, sick of that. So, like, musicians and, like, all these producers are thinking conceptually when they're making their, their stuff. So why can't the designers think conceptually with them? Like, why can't it be, like, an idea that they have together? And I think loads of the time, like, club nights as well aren't thinking, like, critically about what their club night might look like visually. Like, what it represents visually. They just, like, want something that looks cool. Mm. And, like, I've kind of, like, was really, like, fucking sick of it. Because, like, there's so much more to design than just, like, making something look cool. But that's what's trending at the moment. So I was, like, thinking of ways that... Because we were going to do this release of our lineup like, week by week, which was quite a fun idea and I was yeah. like trying to think in my new masters like I'm going to do this conceptually so then I was <laughs> thinking about things that like revealed themselves slowly and then um, you had such good ideas for that well the poster the poster that you talk about the scratch the part, scratch yeah. Yeah. fucking yeah. Nice. so so good so, good. <laughs> so that was like really fun because I was like shit scratch cards like can reveal themselves so I made this poster that like you scratch off and like reveal the lineup, and I was gonna get it printed on scratch cards and then distribute it around so everywhere. Expensive, so but it was so expensive. Yeah. But like, I will definitely do that in the future because yeah. I just think that's fucking great. Like being in like a bar in Hackney or whatever, and like seeing this scratch card thing, and then you pick it up, and then you're like, what the fuck is this? And then just scratching off all the information. And then, like, yeah. I don't know. I just really like that idea. So I want to like carry on, kind of thinking a bit more critically about us. As we know, it's so hard to like integrate art with club nights, and like yeah. it's always tried to be done. Well, it's, mm. well the thing is, so that it's so try hard. Like in the sense, like no shade, but like I can't stand like you know, like when it's like people like try to. Um, it's like I don't know. It's funny, I just find it so sort of like you know the sort of like class structure of like oh let's put a big lump of concrete in the middle of the club and like, make people stare at it, a bit of graffiti or whatever on it. Yeah. Because or like or like I don't know like. Something like that in a club space, or just even like if it's like it's sort of like not even like I don't know, like a school any sculpture. It's not to be concrete, big wood, whatever. Just that in the middle of it, and like expect you to ponder it and take that in as there's like music going on. I feel like really echoes actually what the art world is like, and I feel like that what that's what's quite great about like club spaces. They're quite radical in the sense that they're not doing that, like you know, or underground. With loads of bunny ears and whatever flopping yeah. about, but like yeah, the underground like club scene, is like actually doesn't really do that. It kind of like keeps it like chill. There's no like class like infiltration. We do means. like our, the projections though, which can yes, be... yeah, but that's, that's what yeah, that's what I mean. That's that's in the space. That's, that's, integra- in, that's and integration. It's integrated. That works. I yeah. think that integrates itself in the space quite yeah. well. Yeah. Um, mm. 
Because uh, mm. Jasper and Marnie are both artists. Mm, yeah. Mm. Um, so would either of you would either of you say that like the visual art you make has changed since your involvement yeah, in totally. new scenery, and yeah. how so? I'm still trying to figure out ways of like putting them together, but I think since I made the documentary about new scenery, I've like realised that it's like actually so important. And like this tutor met with me the other day and was like. You talk about new scenery all the time, and you talk about clubs, and you talk about music, and you talk about all this stuff. But like, we never get to see what you're doing because I've always like thought they were kind of separate. But mm. then, like when I made that documentary, I was like, oh my god, <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, I think it's definitely and just like I think because we have autonomy over it, which mm. is like a thing that you don't often get now. Yeah, as an artist, you don't often get like autonomy over something where you can just have free reign and we do have mm. free reign yeah. and we can do whatever line we want mm. we could like project whatever we want on walls make the artwork look however we want yeah. that's yeah. so like liberating mm. and I think it's made mm. probably us all think a bit more like we could do whatever with this like this yeah. is our thing we could like yeah which is so fun was the visuals like the club visuals stuff mm. something that you'd experimented with before or no that's how we started, wasn't it? Mm -hmm. So the first night that we did together... Oh my god! You were like... You did the poster because we begged you to do it. I begged you to do it. So I didn't have anyone else and I'm also not an artist. I don't know if you know that. I'm awful. Um, so I begged you to do it and the promo video. And then you were like, oh, I'm doing VJing at the moment. I'll come... Well, I mean, I didn't actually know how to VJ. <laughs> you, you came, you were like, I'll come do it at the event. And if I like it, then like maybe I'll stick around. And I was like, oh my god, I really hope she fucking... <laughs> like, okay. Sent me the promo video and I was like, this girl has to be a part of this. And then you came and you're like, I had a great time. Like, when's the next one? I, I had, I brought, it was so weird. So I had like my, <laughs> I had my like DJ and my VJ <clears throat> visual software thing. So I was doing it live That's next so to the nice. DJ decks. And then I had this little like mini controller that I bought to like mix with but also like I could mix visuals with it as well and it had like disco balls on it that lit up and it was like the most <laughs> embarrassing thing it was literally like the size of a book and it was so embarrassing and I remember jo Jossie and Yazis were like laughing at it <laughs> they were like what the fuck is that they had these disco balls that like lit up on it it was like the weirdest object but that was so fun and now the BJ thing is like kicked off a bit but also I just want to like go crazy at new scenery so I never like bother doing the visuals anymore yeah. <laughs> should do a bit more yeah. you should do like collab I know for fuck's sake yeah because like it, yeah it was close last time mm. no we guess we did do a tiny bit of a collab well no we didn't. for the last one yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> like a little bit yeah we were projecting like, we were, some, we were kind of working together nice to stuff. figure it out yeah but that it's not like it a collab nice really. last one we had like two yeah. projectors and I had my on either side of the decks and then this big clear plastic, yeah. clear plastic sheet I had footage I projected these Figures onto it and it looked really good. Yeah. Cool. Which because it was clips from the music video. It was clips it? from the music video. Mm. Yeah. No one knew. No one knew. Oh. What no one knew. Oh my what? god! So you've been sat on the music video for the music. Yeah, it's been two months. Yeah, it's been. Yeah, the music video was done in November ages ago. Mm. Yeah. Wow. It's savvy, aren't they? Like, <laughs> just like yeah. Uh, oh. And now to Sarah. So we've heard a lot about the visual side of things. When I think of new scenery, I think of you just like walking around most of the time with a jumper around your waist, mm -hmm. and then just like a 
like plastic cup in your hand, yeah, and then your phone in the other hand, yeah. it's just like and a bag in the mouth, full yeah. like liaison, and the leather coat, long leather coat on as well. It reminds yeah. me yes. of like my super sweet sixteen, especially like that one back in January, where it's like never off the phone. Mm. It was like constantly calling all these different people back. Mm. Yeah, yeah, and, like everyone just bells you. The and then you get the text messages that come through of people being like. Hey babe, just wanted to say I'm really sorry, but my uncle's friend is ill, so I'm not gonna come tonight. And you're like, do you know what? Just fucking don't. Oh, and they're like, I'm <laughs> so sorry because like, I send those messages to people. Yeah. <laughs> or the ones where it's like my friend doesn't have ID, can they get in? Yeah. Oh, I've done that a million times with people as well. Like, oh, so. no, we had people no, going, it's 5am. Like, it was like 5am or whatever, can we get them for free? It was just like, oh, I don't know what to say. Like, that outside, yeah. I was like, I oh, guess so. I'm just like, yeah. I was like, counting money, and I was like, we're £20 off break, and even though. At the time when someone didn't have ID that was their friend, they came really, really early, didn't they? Yeah, some people are very considerate about that, actually. Yeah, they came before the club even opened, so it was fine. Mm. And then there was that girl that came... She came to the wrong event, didn't she? Seven hours early. Do you remember? No. And we thought she was a boy girl, but she wasn't. Oh. <laughs> she was so lovely. Right, so after our event at Ormside, there was a sober... Oh shit, yeah. Yes. Juice bar, juice bar. Juice yeah. bar, disco party. party. I don't know, it sounded sick, but it was immediately after, like, half six until 12 in the day. This girl came and then she was, like, asking me about the event afterwards oh, no. and we'd obviously it's promoted like it nine more hours for and like... I was like oh my god I was like mate ours is until six and that starts at like half past and then she was like oh she was like I'll just write it out you'll seem really nice and I was like yeah hang out <laughs> <laughs> so she partied for the whole entire yeah what a legend and then stayed for the smoothie party yeah oh, I wasn't actually too sure what that was but yeah, madness. Mm. How did you get into promoting and like where did this interest for events and working with artists come um, from? Really weirdly through charity work. Um, mm. So I used to work at a well-known club in Peckham. They do a really shit soul train every oh, fucking Saturday. Ah! <laughs> oh god, it honestly gives me like PTSD now. But I used to work there and at the same time I was like interning at this charity called Abortion Rights. And they thought I knew what I was doing and I was really cool and they were like, can you do all our events? And I was like, yeah, definitely. I know loads of DJs, I know how to plan an event. Never done anything before in my life. So I did plan mm. this whole event. It went really well. And then after that, I was like, why don't I just do this all the time? And then kind of just went off from there, I suppose. So a bit of a weird way in, mm. I guess. That's how we did the first event, right? Yeah. Mind your... Was it called Mind Your Business? Mind your None of your business. None of your business. That's yeah, because right. the first new scenery event was for abortion rights. Uh-huh. Because they'd done a... I'd done a None of Your Business in March. Great name, great name. It's, kind, it's like, um, what is it? Bang on the door, like Groovy Chick. Do you know what I mean? Like, oh, my God. It's such a throwback to that, like, None of Your Business. <laughs> um, so the first new scenery event was, like, None of Your Business 2 um, at VFD. And then after that... We did loads of charities for a really long time. Yeah. Because um, I think that was, like, really important. Um, I'm kind of where I started. Um, oh. And something that I really wanted to talk to you about was your background 
in music as someone who has a background in dance because I just love I just love talking about like things that people used to be really 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 good at when they were younger yeah not that yeah not that you're not still good at dancing now Mm. but I just am so curious about like your ex-dancer life oh this is gonna be hilarious I'm like classically trained in tap Modern. Didn't <laughs> <laughs> you know, know about the yeah, When have you been tapping on the dance? When have you done that? Tap shoes upstairs and get them out next time. No, 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 no. no. Do you mind? Live a dance. Oh, you um, yeah, no, I like dance was like my life. That was what I was going to do. That was what I wanted to do. And then I realised that as a teenage girl, and even now as a woman, I do not have the self esteem to be able like the dance world is horrible they rip mm. you apart and you've got to basically have really thick skin and I was like no I just like it but yeah I guess I got a bit bored with all the classical stuff um and sort of when I started getting into like pop music and things like that I started trying to make like my own routines like one of my favorite ones the most embarrassing ones that I did was to <laughs> Mario <laughs> let me love you I performed it in front wow, of my entire really... dance school in Liverpool. I was in Neon Fishnets, a Leotard, and a Tutu. And a Tutu? And it was a hybrid. It was a hybrid. Was trendy, though, at the time. It was a hybrid of like ballet and hip hop, and I thought I was like a oh trailblazer, God. but you know. Yeah. I wrote that. Have you got any video evidence? Oh, God. There must somewhere. be. There's lots. And then I was in like loads of theatre productions of like Carousel and like. Loads of weird stuff, but I was always so drawn to like pop music. That was what I absolutely loved, and that's yeah. what I loved to dance to. And then I think when I moved down to London, I started getting into voguing quite a lot, which is like the most perfect thing ever because it's like you kind of lose all of the technique and you're not really pushed on that. It's just about whether you feel femme, sexy, and cunt, like, then mm-hmm. just fucking do it. It doesn't really matter how good you are technically. Mm-hmm. It's about whether you're feeling yourself. I'm just thinking of the Let Me Love You ballet and hip-hop hybrid <laughs> dance. And there it's are... going to be performed at the next two scenery. Obviously. Yeah, so get down early. Yes. <laughs> yeah, get down early performance. Um, and a lot of... We're going to be on the cello. <laughs> oh, yes! God. In the neon fishnet gloves! Yes! Oh, my God. I'm going to be doing something strange with the dog. That's my background. Um, <laughs> no, my God, that makes sense. <laughs> I used to be a dog shower for, like, dog shows. Did Wait, you? What? Yeah. No. Oh, my God. Wait, have we got... Have we all got we all got past that we need to explain? Yeah, I think so. This is the worst middle class thing ever. You're very cross. I only found this on a bus. We were on a bus, like the G1, around Marnie's end, and she went, oh, I used to teach dogs for crufts there. And I was like, what? Wait. Wait. That's so weird. I was like 10, and like, like, I was obsessed with dogs. I can like list like out A to Z of all dog breeds that exist in the world. Can you still do that now? <laughs> no, I, I mean, I, I do know a lot of dog breeds, but not as good. Oh but but um, I used to go to this class every Tuesday, and it was from like 6pm to 11pm, and i go and train dogs, and then I'd take them to... <laughs> I was put a cross member. <laughs> I'd take them and show them around the ring. <laughs> what was, what's like so the bad. what's the most what's the like most nerve wracking bit of the crofts um, of, of was, the crofts like, call? It was like young crofts. It wasn't like crofts crofts. I wasn't on television. Okay, but like, but yeah. what's the most nerve wracking thing that you can get a dog to do? Because I'm just thinking of like Nintendo dogs right just now. Just to get them to get their posture right. 
But my the dog that I showed round once did a piss in the ring uh, and was disqualified, yeah, and I was insane. horrified. I was so upset. That's like the biggest faux pas in Crofts, isn't it? If faux pas. And my dad the was there in his weird leather jacket, and it was just all. Mm. And then so I'm you fight. you could have been a dog trainer. Yeah. I could have been like a failed dancer, and you could have been in a Christian rock band. <laughs> I just love chatting to people about the music that they were listening to when they were like nine years old because when I think because when I think about it the music that I was listening to age nine is like really representative of what I'm what I still really really like now yeah. so I loved I loved R&B and then I and That's then so I had cool. and but then I and then I had my guitar phase mm. And Do you have like a scene phase? Oh yeah, of course. Yeah. Who didn't? I, I didn't, and I yeah, you I know, freak? I know, and I think I'm a fully realised human because of it. Like, no, no, <laughs> I, I feel like no, you were just and different. I never did. You were a different did. vibe. Like what was I your could, vibe, I could vibe with that vibe. Britney and Kylie all the fucking way. Like See, yeah. I never dipped into that. I, I had Weezer, but I, I thought that was like everyone listens to Weezer. But when you were a teenager, like when you were thirteen, you never decided to go a little bit scene, yeah. No panic Not at the, the disco. I know ever. a few people who didn't go see. Okay, <laughs> like, though. Yeah. No, but I can vibe. I can vibe with that. Friends with a few people. I can who didn't vibe. Go see. I can. I can see. I can vibe. It was Madonna. It was Ray of Light. Madonna, back to back. Madonna. Madonna at age thirteen. No offense. So strange. <laughs> yeah. What? Um. My parent, my mum loved her, and then I yeah, yeah, loved I loved Dido a lot. Oh my god! Yeah, <gasps> Dido. I remember when they, I remember when I saw them with Eminem. I was just like, what the fuck? Oh, Reading. Yeah. <gasps> no, 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 I was at Leeds. I was at Leeds. Oh, so I was at Reading. I was in that Leeds. Were you? Yeah. <laughs> and I, I was like, I was like, so we're not looking forward to Eminem because back then I was yeah. like rock and roll. Like, yeah, I was before literally boy. up until I came to uni, I only really listened to rock music. I never yeah. listened to club music. Like as far as I got, it was like Crystal Castle vibe. Like, was, like, like, like literally kind of and Prime as well. Basically the same band, but like I used like, to be. I was a promoter yeah. for a dubstep night when I was like. 16 or something. Wait. Eagle? At the Coronet. It was oh a 16 God. plus rave called Let's Go Crazy. <laughs> <laughs> Tell, us about, <laughs> Tell us about that. It was wicked. I still have the tickets. They're so cheesy. And the promo promo videos. They were like, it was like on the back end of Dovset when it got really tear out and like horrible. Mm. So. Is that nice part you thought? It was like Borgore and shit. Oh, I don't who, know. Who that. played it? Anyone? No, no. Chase and State has played one night, and that was pretty really crazy. Sick. What? Um, Borgor, uh, I just remember Borgor, even though he's horrible. Um, Scream played. Fair. I think Toki played. Quite a lot of people played. <laughs> and this was like a. This was like a. It was sixteen un- plus. And oh, the, sixteen plus. Okay. And then BBC News got three undercover reporters to go in there because everyone was taking MDMA. And they got three undercover reporters to go in there, and then they did this whole episode on this party and like basically broadcast it. And all our parents were watching, we were like shitting ourselves because it was like they actually filmed, they wore like hidden cameras and went up to loads of like 16 year olds and were like, Yeah, can I have a bit of score? Whatever. And they got loads of drugs sold to them by like 16, 15 year olds. And then the whole thing got shut down, and it was so sad because that was my life when I was that age. It was like, I was hanging around outside Wimbledon train station selling tickets out of my blazer pocket, like, ticket. with my best friend Nadine. And we just like go there and just wear horrible clothes and party to tear out a dovestep. Oh my god. So BBC, oh my god. god. BBC, undercover reporters. I wonder if they still the have that footage, because that would be. No, like... no, no, it's still, you can find it, yeah. It's Is on it YouTube. like. 
Oh my god. Yeah. Next club video. Yes, that would be oh, such good yeah. club visuals. Oh, that's <laughs> so funny. It's a shame it wasn't in the bit where Dubstep was actually making some really cool movements. It was kind of in the back end of it where it was just like all a bit like, it was like when it was like channeling into being EDM, so it kind of. But I feel like that's what makes it better. Was good. Yeah, because <laughs> it was like really bad Dubstep. And everyone did that, like, you know, that dance like oh, this. Oh, yeah. Like that, that dancing. Um, to that SpongeBob. I just didn't yeah, do anything. Yeah, I didn't totally. do anything. Did you not? It's London. Did you not go to Destiny Elite? Cheshire. No. Me and Jasper are from. I remember the story. <laughs> I remember the story of what is it? Parents. It wasn't even at my school. It's like a different school. They called their children Destiny Elite. So it was conceived by little twins. Oh, there's a club. There's a club. <laughs> <laughs> there's a, right, so, <laughs> I need mean to translate that. There's no, a club. Right, there's a club. Oh, they had club. sex in the club and they called their kids Destiny Elite. Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> There's an under eighteen club, you know club in Cheshire called Ooh. Destiny and Elite, Elsmere, or it would have a, it would yeah. have an under eighteens night every Thursday. Oh, did it? Yeah, mm. I used to go to that. You used to go no, to I didn't. Dark, I didn't. But like, you make parents, and then you like walk around the back and like hitch your scarf. Change your clothes. I was quite. Yeah. I was quite a low. I feel Put like your heels on. I, was I loner? No, I wasn't really. Oh no, I was very very shy. I was Get a very deep. shy kid. Yeah. I was like the worst social anxiety. Oh. I didn't be around my friends. I was just like. I was quiet for the whole entire lunch time. I was just like... Oh, you were that friend. I was literally like, no, yeah. I was like, quiet. Yes. Yeah. And look at I'm a monster. Like, honestly. <laughs> I'm a monster. But, no, but I listened to, like, what would be my kidship? Like, probably, like, my biggest phase was my Marilyn Manson phase. Where for three years solid, I just listened to Marilyn Manson. That's insane. Oh, that was just like, And also being what very rebellious to my Christian roots. That's yeah. kind of what me, me. Because the imagery um, of Marilyn Manson was like. Yeah, I don't know how long I forgot where we were. Also, the Christians yeah. came for Marilyn Manson, like, many a time. Well, yeah, because he's the Antichrist superstar. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> At that moment, I just he, expect that's you to, like, pull your sleeve up and have a He's the Antichrist superstar. <laughs> <laughs> no, I was listening to one of their tracks. Really good track, actually. I'll plug it. Why not? Like, it's called. Um, no, because it's got, like, electronic, like, funky vibe. I was just like, oh, it's actually great for a set. Like on a, I was just thinking like oh it's a big good moment which is like uh, what is it post-human there's a song called post-human off mechanical animals and mm. I was just like it's a really good song and it's got a little like cheerleader like like samples in it and everything it's like oh, and it's great but it also has a beat so it isn't like a rock song you know whenever you try and mix rock and it just like doesn't work because it doesn't have an actual steady beat mm. that song had like it was like um, drum machines and whatever in it so I, it's kind of that distro rock kind of like yeah. vibe thing. I spent but, yeah. a lot of 2018 listening to Panic at the Disco. Panic mm. at the Disco. And I love them. And their first album is so 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 good. And mm. like they've got when you loads. Really listen to them and then you're like, oh, yeah. Still this great. was that I had great taste when I was 12 years old. Uh, and, and like they've they, again like they used loads of drum machines. And then there's like intermission. I think is what the track's called and it's the one that starts off with all of the synths and it just it sounds like Lorenzo Senni did it that's, <laughs> what, that's what it sounds like and then it just goes into like really like classical piano playing wow. like the same kind of riff Amazing. and it's yeah. so good and I feel like you, sh you should play that you can yeah. play that in one set oh. for me do you know I have tried to play who's also like a childhood thing but I only really listened to the full album which is like my favourite album of all time now like honestly I can say that quite safely is uh, Nine Inch Nails, which was like the downward spiral, which is like all the way through 
the most epic thing ever. <laughs> and it's like, but it's like, it has, it's like samples techno. Like, I was thinking, like, why, why have I heard all these samples before? Yeah. And it's like an industrial rock album, but the way how he, like, loops everything, and it's like his whole narrative, and it's like fucking, fucking incredible. Mm-hmm. And, like, all the, all the connotations, like, gay sex and whatever. Because he used to always think, why do they, why do people at, like, these sort of edgy queer clubs play, what is it, um, Closer? Mm-hmm. Did you know that song? Like, I want to fuck you like an animal, I want to fuck you from the inside. Mm. So that song. And it's supposedly it's about a guy dealing with his queer mm. intuition and thoughts. Mm. Which is like, like in the actual thing, it's just like, ah, oh, okay, I get it now. Because <laughs> he's, like, he's saying like he wants to be with this person, but he can't, he's, society's not letting him. <gasps> but he wants to fuck, he just can't help it, he needs to fuck this person. Yeah. It's oh, great. Kinky. <laughs> you know who I was listening yeah. to the other day? I don't know if anyone will like them. Three, do you remember 303? No. I'm so. No, yeah. 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 no, 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 no. Oh. I'm not saying it. Three. Like, 303. Because so yeah, one of them is. Really? Yeah, it's all one. Or like. I always get like 303, Cobra Starship, mm. and LMFAO confused. Yeah. I know that they yeah. were like all really, really different. I literally don't know any of these people. They're like, this was is like pop music ten years ago. I used to like MGMT as well quite a lot. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, I do know them. They all. Yeah, they were past. Was they the one who did. What's the electric? Kids, whatever it's oh Yeah, I did the kids, but they also did electric. Shopping What's it like called? Yeah, 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 yeah. You know what I learned on piano when I used to play piano? Because I was grade four. Wow, I wish what? I never stopped. We're in a room of musicians here. I, I, used, to, I used to love playing the Jonas Brothers. <laughs> <laughs> and also MGMT, kids. And I like playing that on piano for my friends. Mm. And it's kind of... Just feel, oh yes, let me just serenade you. Let me just play the piano and you won't have to listen to me do it like four <laughs> times until I get it right. <coughs> no, that's why you had a keyboard and you put it on the setting where whatever one you play, it plays the right key. Did you never have a... No. Nah, I got no, a keyboard for Christmas and then like a few months later when it was my birthday, I like brought it downstairs and was like, I'm really good and sick at the keyboard. And everyone was like, oh my God, Sarah, whip it out. I put on, um, what is it? the Star Wars Death Star soundtrack <laughs> and I press the button so whatever key you press it plays the right thing <gasps> so I played like a three and a half <laughs> minute rendition of like the fucking call to arms in Star Wars and it was fucking brilliant <laughs> and then my brother outed me like an hour later and was like oh you just do this oh, no. the glory time was good though I did that when I I used to think that I was quite good at singing um and the only way to record yourself when singing, well, this is what destroyed my dream. I really thought I was good. And then I was like, well, I'm going to have to find out by like recording myself. But I couldn't figure out, because I was 10, I couldn't figure out any other way to record myself apart from recording um, my home message. You know, like your home <laughs> voicemail machine. <laughs> and then playing it back to myself and then deleting it. So I sung Justin Timberlake, Cry Me Around, <coughs> into yeah. my home voicemail machine. <laughs> And then listen back to it, and it was so bad, but then I didn't know how to delete it, so it just stayed as my <laughs> my own voicemail for like two weeks. So bad. <laughs> so someone would bring my home phone and just be like, can you hear that? <laughs> Oh, that's so good. Wow, because 
that was before ever. like that was before people were just videoing themselves sitting on webcam. Yeah. Mm. There was no way. Yeah. I don't know how else to do That's it. That's really inventive. It was technologically yeah. challenged those days. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my god. I can't believe that you just didn't have one honest friend who you could have asked. I know, my parents lied to me for so long. <laughs> until that and then oh. I was like, Well, I'm shit. Yeah, they were like, it's affecting our answer phone message now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, much. no one leaving us voicemails. So Marnie, your introduction to clubbing was your 16 plus Let's drum and bass nights. Let's, Let's go crazy. crazy that you uh, helped promote yeah. uh, in your school uniform. Uh-huh. And my Catholic girls' school uniform. Oh my god. <laughs> and Sarah, yours was the under 18s night. Yeah, Destiny and Elite. And then there was one called U16. But that got shut down because someone took too much MCAV. Oh my god. <laughs> yeah, and their heart stopped beating for like a minute. Oh, okay. That, But Destiny and Elite was way more innocent than that. But that was my intro. Mm. Yeah. And then you said that yours is a little bit different. Yeah, well, I only started going clubs, really, when I moved to London. Like, before I was into rock music. I was trying to think what was my first introduction, though, as like a club night. It might have been, I think in first year, was uh, Colella's... EP launch party at where was it? Benass in Dolphin, oh. and Ark was playing. Wow, that's, that's so trendy. trendy. Yeah, yeah that's, that's pretty trendy. Yeah. That's way better. And then soon after that, I went to Ark's birthday party at Faux Fabrics. That was a whole oh Russian. So I know, it's so trendy. Oh, it pays off. Like, yeah. like, yeah. like, oh my god, like, just like, name drop a lot. Did you ever go to any Christian rock concerts there? I remember there was like White Friday. What was it? It was in this weird venue. It was like an old people's home vibe thing. There was like them playing and then this... I still have the drumsticks at home. No, because no, I bought merch. But it wasn't by Wi-Fi Friday. It was by this guy who did drums. He did electronic drums. This sounds great. When are you going to book him? <laughs> yeah, that's, that's a surprise guest. No. Maybe, but, yeah. For nostalgia, like, vibes, the dream person well, I would love to book is someone like, you know, like Alice Glass or whatever. Love that. Mm, yeah. So go back into old music. I think. How icon. fun would that be? Why are you talking about booking icon. someone like Alice Glass? Cute. Yeah, I feel like we. She like, DJs kept, cute uh, shit like Britney yeah, and stuff she like does, that. Actually, like yeah, really. like she did like start disco mix years ago. I really think we should just pull out some like throwback performance one day. Yeah. And my club night in Brighton, which we, we tried to book. Um, <laughs> who's the guy that on radio? One extra, and he, uh, Tim Westwood. Oh, <laughs> he tried to book him for something. What's his fee? It's a joke. It's really, he's really expensive. Yeah. Not surprised. Yeah, we looked into booking a lot of people that we definitely couldn't afford to book, but we were like, let's just do one blowout where we book someone like really big. Yeah. Tim Westwood, on I think he's like five thousand pounds. Five thousand. Yeah. <gasps> Wait, what? I also don't. It I hate him. It wasn't actually my idea. Tim just for bands. Yeah, just for bands because it was uni and like. Everyone was just stupid. We had loans to play with. Well, it was actually a fundraising club night, so it would have been really stupid to do that because we needed the money for our degree show. So. <laughs> that was the last one before the degree show. And, like, we spent it all on, on Tim Westwood. <laughs> We've spent months. We've spent months but fundraising, going funding me. We've spent all of your money on Tim Westwood. Yeah, that'd be awful. And some that? free bottles of wine. Yeah. <laughs> so when I think about like my earliest memories of like 
having fun, dancing to music, with lights, and there's a yeah. DJ. I just think of school discos. Mm. Oh. Um, because my school used to go... like school discos are wicked. My school used to go all out, like, twice a year. We used to have... We had Christmas disco and the summer disco. What? Oh, my God, you're seasonal. Fuck yeah. yeah. <laughs> and they'd always, they'd always have, like... So it would always start with kind of the younger child music so that, you know... The young, I think it was like year four to year six or year three okay. to year six or something. So they'd play like the kids' music so that the kids could have a little dance before they go home. And then they would play like the older kids' music, which is when you would get like Akon and Shakira and Beyonce. You would have oh, loved it. Mm. I loved it. Mm. Um, like I remember, I think I was in year five trying to do a body roll to um, <gasps> Belly Dancer. Oh my god. Akon. Oh uh, and Akon then, locked up as well. We listened to that a lot recently. Yes, it's such a banger. That sample as well. Yes. Come on, Oh my God! Do you know you know that yeah. sample? Interesting fact to do with Jeffrey Star. Okay, so you know, like no, because this Jeffrey because it came out. I think it might have even been like in that whole Shane Dawson thing. Yeah, I was just so that I know song, exactly what you're talking about. So the song I can't remember what fucking song it is, but it's the last song which they did because Akon signed and wanted to make them like next Lady Gaga because Akon signed Lady Gaga that's how she became massive Akon signed Jeffree Star yeah, yeah. Akon signed Jeffree Star but at the time that it happened with it, him he like fizzled out like Akon fizzled mm. like when mm. anyway so in the one song what what's the song called I don't know oh I can't remember what it's called this is the last song which Jeffree Star did with like a proper music video has that sample in it oh really yeah, yeah. I like that sample a lot yeah because Jeffree yeah. Star was literally like, I remember being like, oh my god, yeah, and like, I just can't get, I still can't get over one of my songs has that sample in it. But yeah, as like, Akon's career fizzled out at the moment for Jeffree Star, like it was after the Lady Gaga kind of hype, and Jeffree Star didn't get their music career. Sad. What a yeah. shame. I remember being so scared of Jeffree Star when yeah. I was a teen. I yeah. didn't know about him. Oh, how, how <laughs> did you, you were a scene kid? What? And Me? You... Don't know. I just didn't know Jeffree Star. I wasn't MySpace, I wasn't Tumblr. I think that's more what it was. I wasn't that. Mm. I wasn't that socially integrated. Deviant uh, art, I did dabble in. Oh, but like, I was that kind of person, yeah. Did you have a deviant art? No. No. What? I, I call myself an artist. Yeah. I literally don't know what deviant art is. I used to be called, oh, uh, what? I can't remember the name. I don't know what that is. Deviant art, deviant art was like a website where you could put up pictures of your art and it was like, there was... And you could sell your prints. The, you yeah. You could try. There yeah. was like, message boards and little forums yes I, I think it still goes I yeah it's I, just, I was just on what's it called N- Nemo Pets whatever that thing is <laughs> oh, oh, I was yeah, just on like Club Penguin yeah Club Penguin the whole time like Tap Tap Revenge I was just on oh you're still going do you remember Tap Tap Revenge no do you remember Tap Tap Revenge Sarah's trying to it was like Guitar Hero on the 2019 it was it was Guitar Hero on the first iPhones and you can play shit like Taylor Swift and like Beyonce on your phone and you tap it and it'd make the noise, like it'd play the song. Oh. It's fucking sick. No one Were you any good at it? Well, I didn't actually have an iPhone, it's my friend, so. Oh, okay. But we made different accounts. Oh, wow. But obviously, she had the so phone cute. all the time, so like I could never be her. But I did get pretty good. Um, what were you saying? I feel like you were saying something and then we went off. On I was talking. I was just talking about school disco. That's it. No one ever had a lit school disco. I mean, I didn't have bad school discos. It's just I, I did have school discos. Remember those? Oh, I remember. Oh, when I was. Oh, 
With that Valentine's one. I oh, we had Valentine's And I thought I like was gonna have a girlfriend. Oh. <laughs> but I didn't. Oh, now I no. remember uh, I'm gonna call her out. Ashley Taylor. <laughs> <laughs> Down with middle fingers, by the way, it's a little screech. But like <laughs> I remember no, yeah, she's called Ashley Taylor. And I don't, oh no, I feel really bad. A girl let me, I think a girl let me down. But I think I more just wanted like, I wanted to just like, be the same as everyone else. So I just read the paper at you. <laughs> yeah. I've DJed at a school disco before. What? For real? Oh my god, that's my dream gig. That was quite fun. How old were you and when was it? I had a boyfriend when I was 16 and he was a DJ. And um, he used to get the shittest bookings for DJ. So I used to get a lot at school discos. And um, I used to go with him. And he'd like, let me DJ as well. We became an old DJ duo. To like, like 12 year olds. <laughs> you just like, like the top kids in the club. Just like so, these 12 year olds. Like, oh my god, they're 16. Yeah, and people thought we were really sick. How would you drinking? Like, so was this set up, was, was he the kind of school disco when you're like, and this one's for the mums and dads, so no, get on down. No, didn't do any of that, but oh, you should have. what a bad school mm. disco I know, that would have made DJ. it way more fun, wouldn't it? Yeah, yeah. so he, he just was there playing songs, he just no interacting. He was Diplo or something. Just Diplo. come in, when was the last? Thing, fuck off. Oh my god, <laughs> that's, that's not what you want from a school disco no. DJ. And whenever he'd let me go, I'd play all the bangers. Wait, so he didn't even play the bangers? Not really. How did she keep mm. getting booked? You know what? Fuck you, Josh Marsham. We've all just come in So, Marnie and Jasper, mm. as, visual, as visual people, mm. are a lot of your memories of music more like visual based? So, or like music like, videos. Yeah, music videos. Or just like photo shoots that musicians had done. No, I think they're more vibes, and that influences me with my music. I just have like one a real visual memory for me as a child as being at a disco. Actually, I was telling this story the other day. I haven't ever told it, and now I've told it twice in like two days. Um, I love that. And Umbrella by Rihanna was playing, which brings me back. Every time I hear it, it brings me straight back to this moment because it was so like it imprinted in my brain, and I was like. I don't know what my style was at that time, but everyone else dressed kind of boring, and I was wearing like bright yellow skinny jeans and like vans that multicolored vans, <laughs> and like a pink neon pink heart top thing, and like umbrella was playing, and loads of people were slow dancing, but I wasn't, and I was just like going for it, and that was just like a really beautiful moment. I I'm still friends with the people I was dancing with then. Doing so. that, I, I was gonna say like I remember something. I went to some fancy dress thing. I can't remember what it was for though. I don't know why I went. It was something <laughs> to which music was playing and I was in fancy dress. And I remember Kylie, I remember they they just announced like, oh my God, someone's going to win the best dancer. Oh shit. And I thought, I'm going to put that all out. <laughs> and it's that, um, what's that Kylie Minogue song? I've and seen I went, that the O2. And like, it's so it's not like me. Can't get you out of my head. Yeah. That song, that one, okay, so that song, and I literally went like, I literally 
just went ape shit for like the whole three <laughs> Wait, minutes thinking I'm gonna win this fucking prize. No, because it was so out of my nature. But I decided to just go out there and I didn't fucking win. Oh, <laughs> I, just, no. I must have honestly looked like the crazy kid who was like, oh, you win just the principle. Like, honestly. I did a really cool dance to like a G6, if you ever remember. <gasps> oh my god, no. That's that song. No, honestly, I, I love working with. No, that song's I great. I love playing. And that was honestly. meant to so like a G6. Right, it was in a dance competition. Oh, Me and my friend did a dance one. to like a G6, and we song. like moved our arms Honestly, like robots yeah. and like did all this shit oh, on the floor. Cool. But the other girls that we were like competitors with on part, they did a whip my hair back and forth. Oh. Very good year for pop releases. Yeah. Yeah. So I you know, really want to watch. This is like really made me want to see this. Yeah, yeah their dance, their dance was sick. They like choreographed a hot like a so it's a duo performance, right? You didn't have to be duos, but like me yeah. and choreography or in with the new the other mechanical thing. Basically, all they did, all they did was like yeah. whip their hair like this and then did some shit with their feet. Yeah. Like it was cool, but their judges didn't really like the choreography. They liked the more of like. Bodyography, the, the bodyography of the like a G six popping lockography. <laughs> Yeah. What but does then, it mean, like a G6? What the fuck's a G6? Is it, is it a oh, type of plane? Yeah, oh. a type of plane. <laughs> like a G6? Popping <laughs> bottles in the ice? Yeah, no, 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 Makes sense. Obviously. Wait, no, I just remembered a more embarrassing thing. It was actually so embarrassing because it's for my GCSE dance piece. It's later in life when I should That's be. Always... I tried to choreograph a dance routine to that Moby tune that ASAP Rocky sampled. What is it? Porcelain. What? No. Do you remember? From the beach. And it's meant to be about the environment. <laughs> oh. I'm such a cock. Oh. I hate What, were you going like... Yeah, we started on the floor and we were like... Ah! I ended up doing it to Ed Sheeran and it was about love but we just like threw a chair around the room and it was really <laughs> we were like kicking it to each other and then like doing a play and they were like they were like living for sounds it sounds like a goldsmith piece that a little bit I know I was always desperate <laughs> wait someone outside the institution throwing shade at us goldsmith huns what the hell I'm gonna have to call you out on this one though <laughs> that, that last <laughs> the last new scene <laughs> when you played <laughs> you were drunk, really sad, so and we were all back to back with laughed. And then you played, I, I you got played, really drunk you mixed the same song twice <laughs> to each other. Is this this thing, this dynamite edit? And you mixed it all to each song. other. So like you played it, and the next step you played it and mixed it. And I was like, yeah. Like ten minutes of we love the song. Like, <laughs> I just, I was looking at you. I couldn't hear anything. I was so drunk. No, as no. soon as I got Brett Star in a taxi, I went all responsibility yeah, is that, gone. Yeah. I'm getting no. It was, and then, yeah, honestly, and then I remember great. I couldn't yeah. hear yeah. anything. I keep going and see how many oh. times she played the song. <laughs> you, I would have just kept doing it. Yeah, but then I, really I remember looking at you and you were laughing and I was like, I can't even hear anything. I don't know. No. And then I like walked away and nearly cried and was like, <laughs> no one literally gives a fuck. Like, yeah, yeah. No. Like, boy, girl, boy, I actually like, didn't know that you did that until just now, so... No, yeah. <laughs> I didn't know, I didn't know I did it until like, like three weeks ago, and I was no. like, did I do yeah. it? <laughs> We've all done the two-track thing, haven't we? Have you done it, Martin? Yeah. You have? Yeah, I've done the, I've done the same bit. I've played the I same did it, I did but it, I've done it, I've like, done it, a few weeks ago. I've done it what, two different it? times throughout the set. I have done it back to back before without realising because it's just a noisy track. Like mm. if you're doing, you know, if you get into that experimental moment. 
Just like, you know what I mean? You just like play that and you just like, oh wait, that's the same track. And you're just like, okay, yeah, rocking it. Like, yeah, honestly, I love like, this back track. Back to this, yeah. This is just the reprise. Yeah, I know, yeah. Yeah, we're just giving it yeah. another go. Yeah. But yeah, no, we've all done it. I felt really bad because I thought, oh my god, I just made Sarah. Like, I just made, singled her out for a laugh. I don't even. I told some yeah, really I don't know what I've embarrassing said, stories. But I think that. Yeah, what have you done? It's like a counseling session. I'm not. Yeah, but that's the. But I'm that's even know talker. what's happened. Did you say you're not really much of a talker? Yeah, in the sense of like, I'm Jasper, not much of a talker. Shut like, up. In the sense that I don't know how to talk about things. <laughs> so no, talk in the sense I don't know how to talk about things. <laughs> What? I don't know how to alliterate it. I blabber. I'm a blabberer. Uh, yeah, you get that. Yeah, fuck off. <laughs> I'm accepting like empathy and like yeah. <laughs> this is when we can play like some sad violin music. Yeah, yeah. and then we'll have a fight. Me and Jess have a fight. Yeah, no, honestly, you're gonna see that like, the actual behind the scenes new scenery. Yeah, like just like we don't get along. Yeah, like, it's oh all We just put on a nice smile. Meet at Sarah's house. Okay, like, bye. Yeah, <laughs> honestly, see you later. Okay, well, I'm gone. <laughs> so it's done, yeah? Keep fine. <laughs> After all that happened, we got too distracted to record a proper outro, so here goes. If you're not already, make sure you're following Jasper, Sarah and Marnie at New Scenery on Facebook, SoundCloud and Instagram. The individual handles will be available at aamine.exposed forward slash new hyphen scenery. That's A-A-M-I-N dot exposed forward slash new hyphen scenery. Jasper Jarvis's EP Finty is out now on New Scenery, available to stream on SoundCloud and for purchase on Bandcamp. Remember that all proceeds go towards their gender affirmation process, so do donate whatever you can. Jasper was recently commissioned by Boiler Room to make a music video for Sega Bodega's Daddy, taken from their 2018 EP Self Care. A link to watch will be shared via Twitter at aamine underscore exposed that's a-a-m-i-n underscore exposed check out new scenery's latest edition of their mix series 38 minutes of chuggers from mutualism's clemency over at soundcloud.com forward slash new scenery the trio have just announced that they're partnering with club chive to host their next party at le chateau in camberwell with Bulentina, Fuzul and Manara. Advanced tickets are available now. If you haven't been to Le Chateau before, it's an amazing space and I can't think of a better venue to host. Now that's all over, I hope you enjoy the mix that we made together. Thank you to DJ Sagepay for letting us record in his house and thank you to his housemate, whose name I can't remember, for helping us out when we had a tech issue. Tune in this time next month for another instalment of Exposed with an equally as exciting guest as I had three of this month. Goodbye.
Drum like a drum, I'm lucky. I love me. Dive it first if you wanna. 
beat it up, beat it up like.
Flip my weave like the weed hit the flow. Flip my weave like the weed drop it low. Flip my weave like the weed hit the flow. Flip my weave like the weed drop it low. Flip my weave like the weed hit the flow. Flip my weave like the weed drop it low. Flip my weave like